Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're listening to Puma Podcast. Hello, ako po si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast, and you're listening to Teka Teka News. In the week leading up to President Bongbong Marcos' second State of the Nation address, Teka Teka produced a series of episodes on issues and concerns that matter most to ordinary Filipinos. We talked about education, public transport and mobility, good governance, and our very perception of and appreciation for our country's image. You can check them out on our channels. And here's a sampling of what you'll hear from our own people in that series. As we considered the state of our people, He started off with what the president said was highest on his mind in his first sona. Ang mga suliraning agarang mararamdaman ng ating mga kababayan ay ang posibilidad ng tuloy-tuloy na pagsipa ng presyo ng pagkain at kakulangan sa supply ng ating pagkain. One year later, a Pulse Asia survey in June 2023 says high and still rising cost of goods remains the top concern of 63% of Filipinos. Matindi po ang impact ngayon sapagkat ngayon pa lang po eh, hindi maikukuble yung pagtaas po ng dalawang piso hanggang tatlong piso ng preso o ng halaga ng pares sa kasalukuyan. Hindi maitatago ng pamahalaan na wala tayong malaking short sa palay. Yan si Casimion. Casimion says he can attest not just to shortfalls in their own production, but on their own inability to purchase palay. Farmers, he said, could not afford even the imported rice that is squeezing their own capacity to produce. Kami mga magsasaka, eh marami na sa amin ang bumibili ng bigas. Katulad ko po, bumibili na lang din po ako ng bigas. Pero nasasaktan po ako ngayon pagbili ko ng bigas dahil mahal ang bigas. Casimion cannot explain it. Industry watchers cannot explain it. Even as farm prices go down, rice prices stay elevated at the level of markets and consumers. Uh, beyond farm gate, marami ng regulatory agencies ang nandiyan. Uh, bakit may disconnect between farm gate and retail? Yun ang dapat isolve. Uh, kailangan siguro, uh, it's high time na habang siya pa rin ang sekretary ng DA, talagang ma-address niya yung problema sa value chain ng, ng agriculture. That, of course, is one problem the president cannot distance himself from. He had insisted on staying on as his own agriculture secretary throughout his first year. 
masyadong laid back si presidente. Walang sense of urgency, apparently, sa pagtugon sa mga pangunahing problema ng mga Pilipino. Uh, of course, inflation, yung bilis ng pagtaas ng presyo ng pagkain at lahat-lahat na parang nasayang yung panahon itong unang taon. Not just in terms of agriculture, but very painfully in terms of that. One problem with the supply chain in agriculture is transportation and limited infrastructure we have to take people and goods from one place to another. That transportation problem applies from the rural areas to our cities. Safety and health protocol. Pakisuot po na maayos ang ating mga face mask sa lahat ng oras at iwasang magsalita abang nasa loob ng tren. Maraming salamat po. Next station, Shaw Boulevard. Kaliwang pintuan po magbubukas. The transportation and mobility crisis is in fact most acutely felt in the urban centers. Whether driving or commuting, Filipinos in the cities barely survive a daily gauntlet of gridlocked highways and insufficient crowded public transport options. Arriving at Recto Terminal Station. Papalating na sa Recto Terminal Station. Recto Station, last station po. Mga bababa po ng Recto Station, last station na po. Double check po natin mga personal na gamit ko po natin Minsan, hindi mo malaman kung makakapasok ka. Minsan, hindi mo alam kung makakalabas ka in time para sa iyong stasyon. Pag jeep, pag bus, kulang. Mag-aantay ka ng matagal. Pinakamaganda sana kung merong mga terminals, no? Pero sadly, pagpapawisan ka at maaalik ka bukan sa kalye mismo dahil nandun ang atayan. No, doon ka mag-aantay and makakasakay ka, siksikan minsan nakatayo ka pa diba, minsan sumasabit pa JICA, that's the Japan International Cooperation Agency says traffic in Metro Manila alone translates to 3.5 billion pesos in lost opportunities every single day that's roughly 1.3 trillion pesos a year which is about one-fourth the Philippine government's annual budget Listen to mobility advocates Primo Murillo and Ira Cruz who spoke to us about the state of transportation. Wala talagang recognition na mayroong transport crisis, no? Kumbaga, that is the elephant in the room for the DOTR, no? I-recognize lang nila kapag mainit na yung isang issue. Fares, waiting time, travel time, these are all things that are important for people to get to where they need to be. A lot of them don't even understand what it's like to have to commute. When government officials go out of their way and try the MRT, or even if it's not announced, 
that is nothing compared to having to do it every day. You know, doing it once, with or without media, with or without escorts, is easy. Might even be an adventure for, for them. Now, even outsiders know what we're talking about. Tourists and visitors to the Philippines get a taste of it as soon as they land in our airports. President Marcos, in his first sona, said tourism, therefore, is an obvious pillar for propping up the global and national economies. But the weeks leading up to the sona have highlighted just how handicapped the Philippines is in the rush to take advantage of the global revenge travel trends. Three years after the pandemic struck in 2020, and since we reopened our borders and allowed leisure travel to resume, the tourism department says the numbers are looking good. They say there were nearly 2.4 million international arrivals to the Philippines this year. That's as of May. Tourism professor Randy Alampay says there are, in fact, encouraging signs. Optimistic scenario was that international travel would bounce back to pre-COVID levels by 2024. And so far, that's what's happening. Although parang medyo slightly ahead pa nga eh. Kasi last statistics, we are about at 80% globally of 2019 levels for international travel. Nakabalik na tayo sa globally. But experts like Alampay stress, there are a lot of things that need fixing beyond the airports. And no, we don't even need to talk about the DOT slogan. In the long run, I, I don't think it's going to make that much of a difference. Parang masaya lang sa social media and then to argue about it. But actually, the brand itself is not going to be as critical as our ability to provide the infrastructure for visitors to come in to so airports inbound as well as connecting to the different uh, destinations and our ability for destinations that you'll fall in love with. We'll pause for a quick break. When we return, we'll talk about the state of education. We spoke with a public school teacher and a few Pinoys weighing in on other concerns of the state of the nation. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
Welcome back. Again, if you have not checked them out yet, we are recapping some highlights from our series on the State of the Nation we started publishing last week. You can listen to our episodes on agriculture, tourism, traffic, and transportation, as we had discussed in the first half of this episode. Now, in another installment last week, we also talked about the state of education, starting with how many of our children's teachers still have to work second jobs to make ends meet. Ito si Teacher Daisy, she explains. Yung iba nag-aahente ng sa insurance, so... Yung iba, nagpa-part-time, katulad dito, meron kaming mga, kapag uh, sila naman ay meron na silang service dito ng more than five years, they are allowed to take their part-time job, provided that they have to secure a teaching permit. Sa teacher one kasi, ay uh, ang entry salary kasi yan nasa more than 20,000 lamang. O, syempre, may mga deduction pa yan, no? May, wala pa yung, hindi pa yan yung net. Napakaliit yon sa isang nagsisimula pa lamang na, na teacher one. That is 30% lower than the starting salary for police. Kasi ang entry salary ng kapulisan ngayon ay nasa 29, ang basic. Beyond salaries, teacher Daisy says even the most committed and most competent teachers are literally left to their own resources until many of their colleagues are forced to go abroad, where, she says, they can really feel the difference in government support. Compared sa ibang bansa, actually marami na kaming guru dito na nag-resign na at nagtuturo na sa Thailand. No? Meron din sa U.S., Ilang presidente na, na namin inilapit yan, yung pagtaas ng aming uh, sahod. Kaya, yung ibang mga teachers, gumagawa ng paraan, andyan na yung nagpa-part-time sila. Pero kulang talaga. At wala din po kaming maliwanag na health uh, benefits. Although sinasabi sa Magna Carta for Teachers, no? pero wala kami. Kaya pag nagkasakit kami, kailangan magpa-doktor ka. Kailangan mo kumuha ng sarili mong health insurance para ano, kung wala kang pera ng ipon na, ano, at least meron kang health card. It's not a wake-up call lamang sa mga guru. It's a wake-up call to the government. We play a great role, pero parang bangka yan eh. Mahirap sumagwan kapag walang tubig. No? So, ibig sabihin, kahit well-equipped kami mga guru, we have all this expertise and training. Kung may mga pagkakataon na sobra ang enrollment, kulang ang upuan, kulang ang room. Gagawa ngayon si teacher ng paraan para ma-accommodate ang mga sobrang bilang ng estudyante. So, ano ang nasasakripisyo? Nasasakripisyo pareho yung quality ng pag-absorb ng mga bata ng learning at yung health, yung system ni teacher sa pagdi-deliver ng kanyang lesson. Teachers, like many of the people and sectors we spoke with in our State of the Nation series, stress that they want to be part of the solution, but they feel they have not been genuinely consulted. At the same time, they say, they are also looking for those who will champion and amplify their concerns. One question we asked in our series too, therefore, is in line with the state of the nation, what is the state of the opposition? The toxic and intimidating years under President Duterte had sought to stifle much criticism and dissent. President Marcos seems a more reasonable leader 
with much less of a chilling effect. But has that actually led to a more robust, more vocal, and more effective opposition? To this point, it wasn't just Marcos who promised a healthier Philippines last year. A democracy cannot survive for so long without the presence of an opposition of people who are independent and credible and courageous. When Congressman Edsel Lagman became president of the Liberal Party, he too promised a revitalized and more active opposition. The opposition has a number of roles, and these are challenging roles. One, it must be the constant critic of broad administration policies and uh, the majorities importunate. Number two, it should be the serious guardian of constitutionalism. Next, it should be the soundboard of the people's dissent, dissolution, and discontent. But Congress, both the Senate and the House, are now dominated by Marcos and Duterte allies who seem unchecked by what many perceive as a still weak opposition. Indeed, what the supermajority wants, the supermajority gets for the president. It must be also understood that the minority in the House of Representatives, more particularly the minority leader, has been handpicked by the House leadership. It has been co-opted. While in the upper chamber, the reality and even the body language can be dismaying to see. We are a minority of uh, two in the Senate. How much smaller can you get from two? Are they even organizing? Do they at least have plans? These are some questions I asked Senator Pimentel on One News, the Chiefs. If they are, or if anybody is, it's not even clear if they are all on the same page. I do not know if Senator Isa is organizing the so-called opposition, but, but I hope someone is doing it. Definitely, Senator Risa and uh, myself have been coordinating. We have been uh, meeting in order to strengthen our respective uh, opposition stance, both in the House as well as in the Senate. By the time you're listening to this episode, President Marcos is either preparing to deliver or will have already delivered his second State of the Nation address. Whatever he says, we will be listening and keeping score with our people again all the way to the next sauna. But what do you think? What is the state of the nation for you? If you haven't yet, please listen to the full episodes and more of the thoughts of the Filipinos we spoke with in our sauna series. They're all still there in our channels. Just follow Teka Teka News wherever you get your podcasts. Muli, ako po si Robbie Alampay. This episode was written and produced by Jill Caro from the reports of Franco Luna and Bella Perez Rubio with editorial direction from Veronica Uy. Our audio editor is Pidoy Blanco. Follow Teka Teka News and Puma Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, or kung saan man kayo Puma Podcast. Nasa YouTube na rin po kami. Maraming salamat po.